Welcome to a wet edition of the Bones of Advertising with just a little sprinkle of glitter. Nice to have everyone on. A little sprinkle of glitter. I guess underselling the uh, company we have, uh, Craig. Oh, there's a lot of glitter there. Okay, well, let's just call it, I don't know, a tirade of glitter. A tirade. Makeup gun of glitter. <laughs> let's roll with that, shall we? You two, just yin and yanging on the blue and white wall. It looks like you're almost in different rooms. Look at that. Wow. It's like a ball. Uh, magic. Welcome, everybody, anyway. Welcome, 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 welcome. Today we're going to talk about some one of my favourites, which is where the bloody hell are you? I'm down here. Well, <laughs> yes, you are. You are right there. Uh, yeah, I am. The slot. Um, bringing the wisdom as usual as you do. I shall bring said tomfoolery, and then over yeah. here we have the brain thrust. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Very nice. Oh, I've got Is a roll. The brain thrust or trust, JD? I've always wondered that. Brain trust. It's oh, a trust. Trust. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought it was. A brain's trust. A brain's thrust is a, I believe that's a, um, I believe that's a Lithuanian sex position, isn't it? Like, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, I believe it is. I might have been to see. What's he do? What's his? What is that? What a start to the day! The Lithuanian sex physician. Yeah. Okay. Um, on that note, I just want to take you through something that piqued my interest a couple of weeks ago, and I think when it was launched. And um, I'm a big fan of animation. I'm a big fan of Australia. And when you put those two things together, you get something that looks a little bit like this. Beautiful day to go snorkeling. You guys been out to the Great Barrier Reef before? The Great Barrier Reef, huh? Here we are. <gasps> G'day. Uh, where am I? Australia. And you look like you need a holiday. Show us what you got. Let's go. Welcome to the Sydney Opera House. It's remarkable. Yep, it's amazing. Whoa! I love it. What is it? A wombat. I see kangaroos. Me too. Come on. Good night. Hear that? We're mates. Ah! Woohoo! Jump! G'day. My name is Freddie. Wow. There's nothing like Australia. Special, huh? It would make a great movie. <gasps> so what are you waiting for? Come and say g'day. We come from a land down under. Oh, nine minutes, hey? That's a long look. No, no, we're not going to make you guys at home watch it. You can have a look if you want to. But nine minutes of what I call fabulous. I'm just going to start at the outset that this has been ongoing for quite a while. This thing has been in the pipeline for a while. I do believe there's an art director or maybe a creative director who started on this a while back, and it's been evolved into what it's become today. So I just want to say a quick... It's bloody brilliant. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, bloody brilliant! We've, we've gone, we've gone straight to the top of the cherry tree and picked the one right at the top. I quite liked it. It really tickled me. I watched all nine minutes of it, maybe two or three times as well, just getting a good sense of some of the gags and whether they were pocketed for children or whether it was great for us. And I thought, you know what, this has got all the makings of what I call bloody brilliant in it. So <laughs> I'm going to run with that. <laughs> Oh, I just lost. That's it. 
I love it too. Absolutely love it. I'm probably going to come in on the shorter version. Yes. <laughs> Um, I think it's their first global tourism Australia ad, the first one they've done in about six years since the pandemic. So they've thrown, I think I read about 125 mil at this pocket change. So yeah, just some loose change. Um, and I think like every cent is worth it. I love it. I think it's amazing. The nine minutes, I don't know how many people are going to watch the full nine minutes, but the 30 second, I love it. I love the casting of the voiceover artists. They've done Rose Brian. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but super well-known Aussie actress, but also really well-known to the American population, which I think was a pretty, pretty, um, a strong move by them. And then I think the male voice of the unicorn is Will Arnett. So um, he's a Canadian actor. Um, and very interesting that obviously they chose her and then that stark contrast in accent. I wonder if there is a, a it was a strategic move to try and cast um, and bring that huge American population um, down under with us. Um, come and say good day. Love it. I love that tagline. I love the way it's said at the end. I love the way that she says it. Um, I just love the whole thing. Can't say enough. Makes me feel like Toy Story. Very nice. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh oh. I feel something brewing. I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. I think knowing now how much they spent on it. You just tell. You just tell, Lizzie. <laughs> oh, I don't. I didn't like it. I, I want to spend the money better. Well, there was that. nothing like special about it, though. Like there was nothing that made me think, oh, "Wow, that's different. That's really smart." Or they've, you know, they've really. They've been able to capture Australia in a unique or different way. Like it just, I think because I watched the nine-minute version first and I was, oh, what's going on here when that start on the, you know, the emus, like, emu, emu, another one, another one. And I was like, oh, this is cute. And then I was like, this is boring. And then I was like skipping through and I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel bad now because I think everyone loves it but me. But, um, Before JD jumps in, I just want to say um, uh, you're not the audience. So, firstly, looking at it from the point that it's you know kind of a little bit boring, uh, I think you're probably well aware of all of the things. But still, taking on your your feedback of that you felt, I guess it wouldn't make it wouldn't make me though want to travel to other parts of Australia. So in that regard, but if you are from America, not Canada, but if you were from America. And you saw it and you weren't familiar with it. I think there is elements and aspects to it. And I think the style that they've pulled it together is really designed to drive them to go, well, I want to go and see that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't agree. I don't think it was unique enough. I don't think it was any different from any Pixar kind of movie. I just, I don't know. It didn't. Didn't hit the button for you? Okay. I, I reckon uh, you're both right. I'll sit on the fence on this one. No, I won't. Um, I, think, I think Craig is right. I think uh, all American tourists, because mainly aimed at Americans and um, uh, Europeans, 
probably the Poms, but mostly Americans. I reckon most Americans would have a very cliched view of Australia, and this is nothing out of the box for a tourism commercial in terms of the the. Remember, remember, we've got an opera house. Remember, we've got a desert. Remember, we've got kangaroos. Remember, we've got the Great Barrier Reef. Remember? So it's just a reminder after six years of not being here. Remember, you thought you'd one day come down to Australia. Well, I like the end line. I thought come and say good day would be was a really lovely because that's what they do. They say say good day. Like you go over there and you go in a bar and they say, oh, where are you from? And you say, oh, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. They go, oh, say good day. Say just say anything. So I think that I think that sense of come and say good day and just a reminder of all of the things in terms of the um uh the souvenirs coming to life. I'm with you, Caro. I thought the start was like, oh, here we go. This is interesting. I like this. Oh no, it's uh no. I like it just it's a it I thought it was a it started off with a lot of promise. I like the unicorn. I thought the unicorn was kind of like, I don't have unicorns in Australia. And then I realised they were completely made up anyway. So they never had unicorns anywhere. And I allowed my mind to just go, you know, do that. Um, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a, a I thought it strategically, it was, it was terrific. It did a, ticked every single strategic box except the bit that made me want to go, oh, now, yeah, i watched that. You know what I mean? Like I just creatively I think this from a storytelling point of view and certainly the 30-second one, yeah. that's me. That's my take. I, I think strategically it ticks all the boxes, but I don't think it is memorable. There you go. Okay. Well, we have what's known as a divided room. We have the uh, the blondies versus. Well, actually, I'm going to not put myself. <laughs> um, I'm going to over to my side of the fence, Craig. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Gabs and I versus you two. Although JD, you're kind of swaying in the middle, but nonetheless, here we are at a brilliant pace place post pandemic when we are actually reaching out to everyone saying come back, which I think is a ripping thing, whether we like it or we don't like it. The whole idea of getting to tourism sector in Australia going again. I absolutely love it. I love that they've spent a yep. shit ton of money on it because those guys have really hurt for the last however long having no one coming and no support. And I think the support they received was shit and well and truly underwhelming given to the circumstances that they found themselves with with their businesses. Right. So I'm super pumped that we're actually doing something and come on over to Australia or anyone over the States listening. Indeed. We'll give you a personal tour of uh, Mount Waverley where I grew up as well, affectionately known as Mount Lovely. <laughs> And show you all the haunts. Speaking of spending a shit ton of money. Okay, that's a great segue, my boy. There's a look, I I watched um I watched the ABC the other night and they talked specifically about this as well. And they took it further than just brand. They talked about the inefficiencies for the for the Bureau of Meteorology to actually accurately forecast the weather because they've got no fucking people left in there because either everyone's left or they've been marched out. But on top of that, Gabs has just put her head in the air and said, hey, guys, take a quick scratch and sniff at this. What the funk's gone on here with a rebrand because they weren't sure they wanted everyone to call them bomb? Yeah, $220,000 they spent on a rebrand to ensure that the media and then hopefully the general public no longer refer to them as bomb. 
They are referred to as the Bureau of Meteorology or the Bureau, but we are not going to be called BOM anymore. <laughs> yeah. For me, BOM was a term of endearment and affection. <laughs> and I would always go to BOM weather rather than Apple weather because I thought it was more accurate and I loved the BOM. I was parochial. It really made me feel wow. it was out. And then they just give us the twin birds. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it shows just their general, like, disconnect both internally, like their staffing problems. Like, I don't think they know who they are, really. And I don't think they need to rebrand at all. But I don't think trying to not be the bomb anymore is going to fix all of the problems that they have. I like the um, the logo. The logo was really cute. Like the little blue thing with the with the ISA bars on it. I thought that was really nice, but that had nothing to do with the, I'm with you, Craig and Caro. I think that like the Bureau, the Bureau sounds like some faceless bunch of yeah. in, a, in a cellar. Like I'm going to the Bureau. I've got a little problem in the back end. I'm heading to the Bureau to have it looked at. Like it's not fucking, <laughs> they're not talking to the weather. I like, what do you mean? Like the bureau, the bomb is what you are and what you're affectionately known as. We love the bomb. Why are yep. you doing this? Like so many people have problems saying the bureau of meteorology. Like it's one of those yeah. things when you have to like say it out loud, you're almost like, am I pronouncing this properly? Like it's one of the bureau. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like the bomb's almost just in the Aussie vocab. Yeah. The bomb. You know, the bureau. <laughs> What I love is that they spent dough, then they stopped and started again and they spent the dough again. That's the whole thing that I think really what you've got to do is take a little look at what's going on and decide, first of all, <laughs> we've got a little bit of an issue from a human side of things. Maybe let's have a little look at that before we worry about any of this stuff and get that right. And then we've got another thing that we're actually supposed to be doing, which is forecast the weather accurately so the people in flood areas get enough warning to get the fuck out if something's going wrong or to decide that you want to stay but so that they can accurately make an assessment of what they want to do. And then once all that's tied up with a little bow on it, then go, you know what, what are we doing externally and how do we need to address this? And is it worth us throwing a bunch of money at changing it or not? Now, I'm not adverse to them spending some dough on making it look great. That's up to them. And if there's budget for it and it's going to be done, but address the other issues first before you worry about this. And when you do worry about it, don't try and change Aussie vernacular. It's like trying to tell people not to say good day anymore and just say, good day, sir. No. Mm-hmm. No good says, morrow. Good morrow to you. Good, good morrow self. to you. Oh, yes. Good morrow. No, it's good day and it'll always be the bomb. I don't care what I think it's that part of them. Like, it makes, it makes you, like, even more frustrated, I guess. Like, they can't get the weather right. And now they're like, just, yeah, it, it's, I don't think it's doing any, any favours for their brand. I reckon you've nailed it there. It, it has made me more frustrated than I was previously. I was probably a bomb lover and now I'm a bit like, uh, you're on the pong bomb. You're a bit yeah. on the pong. <laughs> Very nice. I like that. Um, it's a classic, but it's a classic business issue. Like so many times businesses will turn to marketing and say, well, can you fix our issues? And so, well, your issue is not the issue is not the marketing. The issue is the fact that people can't do what you say they're going to do. Like, let's fix the culture yeah. of the delivery and the and the supply chain and the bloody processes and the product development. Let's fix that first. Yes. Then we'll go and tell people how good you are. Like, don't, marketing does not fix everything. Sorry. 
Mate, you are dead right and 100%. And I'm going to end with what I should have started that one on, which is what the hell. (laughs) And now we're going to go to another great one, and this is my favourite part of the edit. And I don't think enough credit goes to Caro with the edit, but all of the stuff she whacks into this fabulous is all I've got to say. But this one, when we go into harmonics, and I'm not sure whether it's my good friend... uh, no, it's not. I didn't get that. I love that. Get that same, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it is, buddy. Are you, have you letting us down? It's not you. No, I'm letting you down. Completely got uh, that. Completely missed me. Alrighty then. Okay. Well, we find ourselves in a little bit of a pickle. Uh, give me, can we pause this? Can we pause this? Give me two minutes and I'll come back with something brilliant. No, no, that's good, mate. I'm on the fly. We can pick it up. No problems at all. We're on the field of Australia. Um, oh, hang about. I know. Um, no, no, we'll just go with themes of Australia and we'll just talk about great Aussie. I don't know. I've just got, give me Band two. brands is where I was going. Great Aussie what? Band brands. Band. Oh. Music band. Band oh, brands. Aussie artists. Aussie artists. So like Midnight Oil, Inix. Great artists. You know what I mean? We're just going to roll with that because that's just me off the top. We can just boom. Okay. Boom. You start that again. Can you do okay. that whole intro bit again and we just cut that's this out? Right. just roll with it. Oh, We're shit. going with you wouldn't. <laughs> We're going with the. Uh, my next uh, favourite segment of ours, which is harmonics, and I'm going to take care of that one today. I do believe it might have been someone else, but I'll uh, put up the hand because I quite like this bit. It's probably one of my faves. Anyway, I thought today on the theme of Australia, Australia, what a great idea to have a little scratch and a look around at great Aussie band brands. Okay. So I thought because I quite like my sound of my own voice as well, I might sort of get the old dulcet tones piped up and give you guys a few tunes and see whether you can tell me which band is associated their brand with this particular song, which really just means can you guess the song and tell me which brand. But Okay. The U.S. forces give the... Midnight Oil. Okay, but that's... This one, JD, is you've got to tell me about the actual brand. <laughs> Sorry. Brand, okay. The brand, Midnight Oil, the actual logo itself. Oh, the, the actual logo. The actual Midnight logo. Oil. Midnight Oil. Is it an oil brand? And it's oil. It's oil. It's like the oils. The oils. The oils. Got oil. <laughs> Look at the, the bomb next to yeah. me. We've uh, got no idea what's going on here. It's like we're making it up on the fly, Craig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> believe that? Okay. I'm ready for another one. Okay. Well, you can give for a thousand years. Oh. In excess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me in about excess, the brand just, in excess. Just name, just a letter. Yeah, it's big X. black and white, isn't it? In, brand in excess. The brand, the brand logo. Band. The brand was uh, the brand was Michael Hutchins. That's, hey, that's, whoa. <laughs> no. Cut that out. <laughs> we might cut that a little bit out. But, yep, um, NXS, great logo, great brand. I think one of the great ones that come out of Australia was the NXS logo. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, yep. Okay, the next one might be a little bit more difficult, but dirty deeds done. Dirty cheats. AC. Yeah. Talk to me about the logo ACDC. And what does it actually stand for, ACDC? Power. Like the alternating current, direct current. Lightning strike, yeah. isn't it? The strike through lightning bolt. The lightning bolt makes it all. Sounds false. It's the voltage. Alternating current, direct current. Ah, oh, it's power. That's how it's yeah, it's a power thing. But ACDC also meant that you swung both ways. I did it really, JD, back in the day. Back in the day. He's, he's a bit ACDC. He's not. AC and he's not DC, he's a bit AC. Oh. AC, DC. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. Well, that's a good addition of the Both. Brushed <laughs> over the history of time, that, but there you go. Have the girls just wrapped this, J.D.? Have they just gone? Yeah, we have. Oh, we have addition of the bones of advertising. Oh, lunch has arrived. Oh, sorry, who'd hold you up, Ali? I had men at work. I had um, I had the divider. I had cold chisel. <laughs> I had loads of things to go with. Anyway, that's another edition of the bones of advertising. Don't go changing. Apologise for our last segment this week, but no worries. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <clears throat>